Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Outlawed Live with Ron Stone, uh, Northeast Missouri Takeover Edition. So we'll get the elephant out of the room really quickly. Obviously, I'm not Ron Stone. Uh, I'm Mike Idle. I've been doing a little announcing work for the Outlaws this year. Uh, tonight, we're going to be hanging out with, like I said, Northeast Missouri Takeover, uh, Jason Wayman, the uh, campaigner of uh, Megatron Diesel 3.0. Uh, limited pro stock uh, pickup truck. Also the uh, proprietor of No Way Man Diesel, an official class sponsor for the Outlaws. Um, Ron Stone, unavailable tonight. He is in Racine doing the super fan experience. And Kenzie, you can bring up some of those photos anytime throughout the show. There's Ron himself having the time of his life, hanging out there in Racine. He said they were going out to a lakefront restaurant. Here's some of the pictures he sent us. Um, yeah, if you can explain some of these things. Uh, he's got some awesome uh, awesome photographs he's been sharing with us today. Checking out all of that at Case and Case International in Racine. And like I said, we're welcoming Jason Wayman, the owner, driver, builder of Megatron Diesel 3.0 Pickup. How you doing tonight, Wayman? Good, good, guys. What's going on? Oh, we're just hanging out, talking, pulling. So, Jason, uh, been busy lately. You've been doing a lot of driving uh, outside the Midwest. I know you've been to some standalone shows and some independent shows. We're going to try to keep things focused on your 2023 outlaw season this year. Uh, but I know you've been busy. Probably feels good to be back home. Is the truck put away for the winter? The truck is uh, officially in the trailer, um, except for what you see behind me. Uh, <laughs> so That's the heart right there. That that is that is Megatron right there, kind of taking taking the work clothes off and kind of morph back into what we see. So, what's at the top of the priority list with what we see behind us right now? <clears throat> top of the list is uh, just tearing the engine apart and uh, checking over, see if there's any wear on the bearings, uh, checking the cylinder walls, see if there's any scuffing or scraping. Um, and there's good and everything a good uh, going over, making sure nothing's out of uh, out of uh, calipers. Uh, wrong words there. Anyways, uh, giving the head a good checking over too. Uh, at the Shide Pool this year, out at Waggler's, um, our second day during qualifying, we had some bad luck. Uh, a valve fell out of the head and actually broke a valve in half. So that scrapped our day for Saturday for qualifying and for the finals. So we brought it home and quickly tore it apart and just kind of did a Band-Aid job to get it going back together for the next weekend and hopefully that it would finish the season. And the Band-Aid worked. It finished the season out, but now it's time to do it right. So, and that was that was kind of interesting too because you talk about finishing the season. That was right before the finale in Lufkin, Texas. Is that correct? Yes, so, so you, you kind of put a Band-Aid on it. We go down to Lufkin. Lufkin's one of the highlight points I want to talk to you about tonight. Um, and I just really want to run down your season, uh, talk about all the things that you did, talk about some of the numbers that I crunched and, and uh, what I saw. I really like to geek out when it comes to pulling data like that. Um, looks like there were 17 total hooks for the Diesel 3.0 class for the Outlaws this year. Uh, and it looks like you were able to hook at 15 of those. Do you keep a precise count of how many passes are on uh, on your 2023 season or even on that motor that's behind us right now? Yeah, I, I keep a pretty good count on it. Um, I think we're right around 40 or 41 hooks on this engine. 
is that is that is that just in 2023 first of all yeah, that's 2023 is that a to me that sounds like a load that sounds like you had a big year but you know you've been doing this for a long time is that pretty typical for a season for you uh that's typical for me most people don't hook as much as i do but i'm not afraid to travel yeah well so yeah. i'll go all over the united states i really don't care miles don't scare me um i just like pulling with uh good competition and i go where the competition's at and and this diesel 3.0 class is not hurting for good competition i mean there there's a lot of fun trucks and a lot of great iron out there uh no doubt about it so that's that's excellent one thing i try to push on social media one thing i talk a lot about um, 2020 kind of reminded us don't take pulling for granted and the few pulls that did happen in 2020 we saw a lot of people travel long distances just to be there so I feel like that's almost been reflected in these past three years too if you know you don't know when you're going to get to pull again so whereas maybe Lufkin Texas you know seemed like a really long drive before now people are saying well hey put it on the trailer and let's go because you know what are miles like you said you got home with daylight left on Sunday after a huge weekend. So, you know, can't be afraid to put on the miles, I'm sure. That's right. So let's talk, let's talk outlaw season. First of all, the, the one thing I want to talk about, you're coming to us from your from your shop. You are at uh, No Way Man Diesel LLC, which is, and if I say anything incorrect, tell me, that is the official class sponsor for the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association for the limited pro diesel trucks, right? Yes, sir. So how does that come to be? Is that something where you call up the outlaws? You know, you're on the phone with some of the presidents and the owners or are they calling you or just kind of talk to us about that partnership and 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 don't be afraid to, you know, tell the world about your shop and some of the services that you offer while you're at it. Well, um, it started a couple of years ago when the outlaws were wanting to get the 3.0 trucks back on the schedule and uh, back on the track. So. I, uh, I talked to Mr. Ron Stone and said, hey, um, our shop would be glad to be the title sponsor if that'll help at all with getting um, getting the name out there for the outlaws. And, and it also helps get our name, our shop name out there. And it goes hand in hand um, since I run in the 3.0 class as well. So we saw that as, um, I don't know, we saw it as a, the right thing to do. And we're going to go on starting on the third year of being the title sponsor for the 3.0 class. Yeah, so so a good business decision, but also I like the way you say the right thing to do. It's it's a good thing for pulling and a good thing for the class, too. So that sounds like it's a win-win. And I feel like you're one of those names that when people say Diesel 3.0, uh, Jason Wayman's one of the first names they think about. I feel like you, for the past, as long as you've been doing it, 10, 15 years or even, you know, maybe longer, you, you've really been uh, a leader in this class and it's something you've been passionate about. How, how long have you been pulling 3.0 diesel trucks? So competitively, um, we turned my 06 Dodge into a full out competition truck in 2010. So that means no going back to the street. Mm-hmm. It was trailer, track, trailer, track. Um, before that, uh, I purchased the truck in 2008 and shortly after, I started doing modifications here and there and uh, got it up to where I thought it ran really good. So I drove it to a truck pull about an hour and a half from here. 
and had the tools with me and bump stops and all that good stuff to set it up. And we ended up winning that pull. <laughs> so that was, that's what really got me into pulling was that right there, winning that pull, feeling that feeling that you get after you've worked and thought about it and thought about it, uh, things to do to make your truck hook and get it down the track and bringing that trophy home. Um, it, the money didn't matter. It's just, yeah. I got that first place trophy and I was pretty proud of it. So you were, you were the, you know, the term gets used in pulling way too much, but you were hooked. I mean, you were addicted right at that moment and just kind of knew that that's, that's where it was going to go. I, I told, I got some announcing opportunities this summer and I told all my buddies, Hey, I just, I've always dreamed about calling one pull. If I can announce one pull, I'll die a happy man. And I, I called my one pull and it went fairly well. And I said, Nope, I, I got to get on the, I got to get on the microphone again. You know, that's, that's one of those things. Pulling, pulling is a uh, man. It's an addiction, no doubt about it. So this leads pretty well into it. One of the questions I was going to ask you, because I feel like I remember that truck you're talking about. How many iterations, how many versions of Megatron have we seen? I can think of three graphic styles or three body styles. Are there more than that? Where are we at with the progression of the Megatron truck since 2010? No, this uh, the new one is the third one. It started out as an 06 body Mega Cab. Just the uh, the light blue paint with the silver mm -hmm. yep. on the bottom, and from there um, I decided, hey, let's uh, get a little wild with it and put a a Transformers type wrap on it yeah. to make uh, make the kids. That's I did it for the kids, man. Yeah, I love it when they come up, came up to the truck like, look, it's a transformer. It's a transformer. Yeah. Can it can it transform? I'm mm -hmm. like, well, just give me about a couple hours and I'll show you on the track that it can transform into an animal. <laughs> that's great and then you went here pretty recently in my personal favorite version you've got the really clean blue and you run the lights underneath of it with the megatron written right across the grill when did you switch to that the one that kenzie's got playing in the background right now? this one right here was uh we i built it brand new here in my shop this last winter so when we say brand new, are we brand new from the ground up? We're talking chassis, motor, everything, or are there moving parts kind of from each truck to each? Yeah, truck? the the chassis all stayed the same, weight box all the same. Um, a new power plant went in the frame, and then I put the body together. That's it. It's a beautiful. It it has got to be one of the best looking rides out there, no doubt about it. And pulling and the lights. If you guys haven't seen this truck in person. Uh, you want to watch it hook after dark. He flips the blue lights on. He flicks the running lights on right before he goes, and it gives the whole thing. I mean, it's it's like that, what you're talking about, the Transformer. You know, Megatron has transformed, and we're getting ready to to mean business. And mean business, it usually does. So um, that's uh, that's awesome. Hey, guys, if you're just joining us, uh, Outlawed Live with Ron Stone, only it's Outlawed Live with Mike Idle and Jason Wayman tonight. We're talking diesel trucks. We're talking outlaw pulling. Uh, feel free to comment. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, what questions do we have for Mr. Wayman in the diesel 3.0 class? And I think it's high time we started looking at your 2023 season. Uh, second place in points. Um, but man, you had a good season. I feel like you've got to be very pleased with how things went for the for the outlaw year this year, pulling with them. Give us your gut thoughts on on coming in second, but also just your hooks in general and how you feel that you performed. Um, I, 
I feel, I mean, I don't want to brag, but I feel like I pref- the truck performed very well. It's not me. It's it's the truck. Um, this thing just does its thing, pull after pull. It's one of the more consistent trucks probably in the 3.0 class. Um, I, I don't change many things from track to track. Tire pressure stays the same. The, the, the weight on the front of the weight box pushing down on the frame, holding it to the ground, always the same. Um, I rarely even change the gears in it. Um, my, my thing is consistency wins. So mm-hmm. if, if it were not to do good at one of the pools, say Unionville, Missouri for one, yeah. I'll bring it up myself. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do very good there. But I did not change anything to the next pool. And the next pool, we're back up into that number one spot. Well, if you're not changing your setup, so and, and you're talking about you have to give props to the truck, and I like the way that you talk about that, you know, between it being Megatron and you give props to the truck, it's almost like it takes on a life of its own, which is just too too fun for pulling fans. That's awesome. Um no small amount of driving skill and track reading still comes into that. So if you're leaving your setup the exact same, how much do you feel that that getting out there? Are, are you a guy who's out there, you know, as soon as you can poking the track, going back every hour, seeing what it does? Or do you kind of just have a gut game plan that you follow? How, how much track reading falls into your playbook each pull? So as far as reading the track, I do have a poker stick I use. And pretty much every pull, you'll see me out there just before our class. I don't go any earlier because the track is ever changing. Mm. Um, I go out just before our class and I'll do a a zigzag pattern down the track, poking it with my poker, uh, checking for the consistency. If it's hard, if it's soft and my stick were to go in six inches, don't go to that spot. Yeah. Um, We really prefer a hard, tight track. Mm. Um, and I like the poker to go in about an inch, inch and a half. That lo- lets me know that the tires are actually going to grab a hold of some dirt and get us on down the track. Yeah, you're, you're looking for the track to hold the power and hold together through the show. You know, you're looking for it to take your power, but also taking the power that's going to, you know, it's going to have pounded on it before you get to your hook. So so firm is the is the key that it sounds like. So this is really good. I just, you know, we said we're going to talk about Unionville. We're going to get that, you know, elephant out of the room. Where do you like to hook in a class? Do you like to be the test hook or do you want to be middle, back of the class, back third of the class? Uh, no one wants to hook second is what I've, I've, what I've really learned in pulling. But where, where does Jason Wayman feel that his sweet spot in the, in the draw is? Um, if I had to choose, I would like to be last hook. Um, if it's a nighttime show, I'd like to be last hook every time. Um, that lets me stand behind every truck that goes down the track in front of me. I watch their path. I watch and see if it upsets the truck. Um, I just take all these mental notes into my head and see how hard they come out when they're leaving the line or how soft they're actually coming out on the throttle. If they're dumping the clutch or if they're riding the clutch out 75 foot or so. Um that just takes a weight off of my shoulders because it, it's letting them do all the experimental stuff for me. Yeah. And then I can just go out there and drive. So we've got a video playing down here right now. And I feel like this is the perfect one to talk about. I'm pretty sure this is Wisner. Um, I would guess that's one of those tracks where you can dump the clutch and let it eat pretty early. Uh, do you feel like Wisner is one of those that just takes the power excellently? 
it wasn't bad. It was it was a little different on the starting line. I didn't come out as high RPMs that I normally would, but uh, I'm able to to drive mine with my throttle. I can drive it, come out half throttle, uh, two thirds throttle, or full throttle, however I want to do it, being it's a common rail. <clears throat> but I I came out pretty hard. I'd say probably 4,200 RPMs, and then once I felt the truck set in, I just push the throttle as far forward as it goes and, and let the clutch out all the way. And that one, let's see on my notes here, that stand out, you, you walked away from Wisner with a first and with a third. So, you know, pretty fun weekend there. But let's let's go back to Unionville for a second. So the reason I asked, you were the test hook at Unionville, right? Yes. Yeah, and I was I was watching that one from the stands. Of course, that's one of the closer pulls, I think, for both. Is that is that closest pull you have to a hometown pull? Uh, basically, it's like 30 minutes. Yep. If you're not if you're not counting maybe Greencastle, have you pulled at <laughs> yeah. Greencastle in a while? <laughs> yep. I I don't go there much anymore. It's sure. it's more of a, a smaller parking area, and it, it's hard for me to maneuver. Sure, sure. But but yeah, oh! so Bill gonna be closer to your hometown pull. You know, the adage goes that's the hardest pull to win. Um, were you guys first class too? Yeah, we were first class and I was first hook and nobody had been down the track yet. And I probed it and I probed it. And I'm like, man, they're packing it so good. This first pass got to be the one to take. <clears throat> so it was my turn. And of course, when I tell myself I'm going to do something, I stick with it and I do it. And I took my pass <clears throat> and, um, that was the wrong thing to do at, did did you sit back there and watch and and say to yourself, well, I'm gonna hold out. I'm I'm gonna you know after the next one. Did you say, well, I I can hold out for second or I can hold out for third. Or was there a point after a couple trip trucks went by, you were like, hey, can I? That that was a thumbs down, Mister Tech Man. I think you saw it wrong. That was actually a thumbs down. It was the very next truck after me put uh I don't know like ten or fifteen foot yeah, on me. If I remember right. He went yeah like I yeah. Was it was that it was at that moment I knew that I had messed up. And, and I turned into the ultimate keyboard puller. You know, they always talk about those of us who don't ever drive. And, and uh, I kind of took my hat off and I said, man, I bet, I bet Jason was wishing that he, that he had a thumbs down on that. But that's pulling. You're not going to yep. pull as long as you have and do what everyone does without that running into to the case sometimes. So what, the reason I want to bring up Unionville, so Unionville did not pan out. But if we take away... If we take away your hook at Unionville and we take away your hook at Lufkin, Texas, in which I think the truck the truck was hurt at Lufkin, right? Yes. Did it did it turn into a two-wheel drive truck midway down the track? Yeah, it sure did. It twisted the front end, the pinion, it twisted it clean in half. Yep. So that's I was watching it at home and that's what I thought. So, but here's here's why I still want to say Jason Wayman had a dominating. 2023 outlaw season. So we'll, if we take away Unionville, you know, one that, that, you know, we wish we would have had back tricky, literally first puller of the night. And if we take away Lufkin, do you know what your lowest finish for the entire year was with the outlaws outside of that? That I'm not sure of. Third place. You never, you never finished lower than third for the entire rest of the year. And if all my numbers are right over here, that includes seven first place finishes, four second place finishes and two third place finishes. So that's, if you like, if you take away two pulls, that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah. You're pretty proud of that truck this year, right? Yes, sir. 
So, did you know that seven was your number of wins? I really didn't know that. that seven wins. Um, and guys, if you're tuning in, we're talking dominating diesel pulling. Uh, if there's any comments to be shared up there, let us see those. We'd love to see where you're watching from and what you have to say. But yeah, you you actually finished seven first place, four second place, three third place. Um, and then your only other two hooks were just those you know, circumstances that come with pulling that puts you fin your average finish spot, including, including the ninth at Lufkin and including the sixth at Unionville, your average finish spot on the year was 2.4. So like second point fourth place. So uh, with that motor sitting back there, whatever you did to it last year, I would do to it again. <laughs> yeah, um, we're really not changing much. We're just checking it over good. and uh, just making sure everything's good for another season. And Ron Stone wanted me to bring this up. So you finished second place to Ryan Stahl, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about him a little bit more in a second. But Ron said if you would have hooked just one more hook, that you would have won the points championship. So just if there would have been another spot in there. So – one of the questions I was going to ask, which would you have rather done? Would you rather have, uh, I think the only two you missed were Corey Don and Warrensburg. If you could do the whole season over again, would you try to be at one of those two or would you go back to Unionville or Lufkin and change something there? Um, I'd rather do Unionville over in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Well, and especially that's, have you won there before? I feel like I have. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I've been pulling for quite a while. I feel like I've won there at least once. But, yeah, like you said, Unionville's pretty much my hometown pull. Yeah. And uh, I had lots of lots of good customers there and lots of friends there. Um, they weren't there just to watch me, but they were there to watch. Yeah. And it feels like you really let them down when you come in last place. There's – there's. well, I was just going to phrase it as sixth. You can tell the world you got sixth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take – it's last place, though. <laughs> So, um, but, uh, yeah, no, no place that you want to win more than your local pool. Did you have a bit, like you said, you had a lot of people, there, a lot of friends, a lot of family, a lot of people, yep. you know, a lot of no way man diesel shirts walking around. I'm sure there was a few. Yep. So let's go to the other end of the spectrum. I, I, I've been giving you a hard time about Unionville. I really wanted to pick your brain on that. Uh, what's your biggest highlight from the 2023 outlaw pulling season i've got some things that jump off my stat sheet pretty big but which one kind of makes you want to stick your chest out and pat the old girl on the hood and tell that story i'd probably have to say winning the rock up there at rock valley yep. um, that was pretty awesome i've always heard that they gave away uh, a trophy with a with a rock on top of it and besides that the the two first places that you get they were laser cut uh, to look like uh, a weight from a pulling tractor. Oh, and, yeah. And they said first place on them. And and getting that picture with my two kids and my wife and my truck, that made me proud. So I, I was I had a mark right here. I was going to say, and, and you swept. You you didn't just win like highest finish or whatever. You, you went up there, arguably, if, if not factually, the biggest pull for the outlaws. And you come home with two first place finishes. So that – you were riding pretty high, I'm sure, on that one. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was uh, fun to soak that in. Just like I said, I've, I've 
I've pulled up there before, but never finished anywhere like that. Um, but but then again, my my fierce competitor Ryan Stahl, he did have issues with his truck. We had we had a broken front end on it. Uh, I wish I wish it wasn't broken. I wish he could have competed too. But it, it is what it is. We tried to get it fixed so that he could be there and I could compete against the best of the best up there. Yeah, I've got Ryan's Ryan's stats right here. He had he had the opposite up at Rock Valley. He finished uh, two fifth place. Yeah. Um, were there a lot of trucks? How many trucks are hooking up at Rock Valley? I know I was at Wisner and Wisner had probably 11, 13, maybe more than that. Mm -hmm. How many did how many did Rock Valley draw? Uh, I'm really not sure. I think. Probably five or six. I, okay. I, I don't I don't remember. Okay. Okay. Yep. So some of my notes here, highest highs, um, lowest lows on there. We've kind of covered covered all that. Um, one thing I wanted to say before I flip my sheet, it literally says reiterate seven wins, guys. Seven wins on a season. That's that that's truly impressive. You mentioned Ryan. You and Ryan are pretty good buddies, uh, or at least you have a good working relationship. Yes. Yep, you guys. Yeah, we're, we're really good buddies, and uh, our motors uh, they come from the same stable. So okay. anything he needs at the track, I I drop what I'm doing and try to help him. And the same same way with me, uh, if I'm struggling, if I need something, he stops what he's doing and he helps me as well. So your setup and the way your vehicles run are gonna are gonna be fairly comparable a lot of times. Your stats are almost identical. His average finish on the year was the same as yours. Second, second point four was his average finish on the year. So um, that's where we stand with that. Talking Megatron, there it is. The lights coming right down the track right there with the big Decepticon symbol out front. Jason says he does it for the kids. The kids love that idea of having a transformer. Pulls it off the trailer and it transforms on the track, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep, the kids love it, and I mean, I'm a big kid too, so obviously I love it as well, or I wouldn't have done it. Yep. But uh, that grill, that grill is what pretty much made the truck. That thing, the grill, the lights, it, it is it is too cool. Too cool for school, my friend. Um, so let's go back to Rock Valley. Rock Valley is probably the biggest pool for the outlaws, but right there with it, um, I mean, right there with it, you know, you've got thunder in the thunder in the river or Thunder by the River at uh, Wisner, Nebraska. Um, you win both at Rock Valley. You're looking for the Thunderbolt from, from Wisner. You win session two at Wisner, and then you grab a third uh, at session three at Wisner. How special would it have been to have said that you swept <laughs> the four biggest sessions on the season? Um, that would have been pretty cool, but <laughs> – of course, there's always a truck that can get around you anytime. And that truck was uh was Jimmy with the chain smoker and he got it done. He did it and he did it in the fashion. He didn't just beat me. He put like 10 foot on me. He was he was wait. I'm trying to that was that Saturday. That had been that Saturday afternoon, Saturday night show where we started pulling at four o'clock in the afternoon. There's Mr. Ron Stone himself. Hello, Ron. How are we doing tonight? Outlawed Live. With Ron Stone. Now we can officially say that. Preston Collins says, looks badass. Definitely a fan. Couldn't agree more, man. Couldn't agree more. If you're going to you're gonna find a cooler pulling vehicle out there, you're going to be hard-pressed to find it. Let's talk about the name, Megatron. Is that a play on the Mega Cab? Or like you yep. said, you're a big kid at heart and you like the Transformers. 
Yeah, um, since it was a mega cab, it just it made sense to call it mega something. Yep. And uh, Transformers movies, um, I can't get enough of those. So Megatron it was. I know it's the bad guy, and but everybody always likes to beat the bad guy. So I felt like it was pretty fitting to just call it Megatron. Well, come on. I mean, if you're going to be, you know, this snarling beast going down a pulling track, you don't want to be just the the good guy. You want to you want to have that kind of chip on your shoulder. So I think, you know, no 16 year old kid wants to be an Autobot, dude. They all want to drive a Decepticon. That's <laughs> I was listening and this no judgment on anyone out there, but there was you were pulling sometime years ago and I was watching a, a YouTube video highlights and um, there was an older announcer and he kept pronouncing it as Mega Iron. I guess the T didn't get quite crossed. I don't know. It wouldn't be the worst name ever. Mega Iron's got kind of a cool react yeah. to it. So um, we talked about where you like hooking in the class. He likes to hook dead last. Uh, biggest challenges. You 15 hooks with the outlaws out of 17 available. You said 41 hooks total. What are the biggest challenges in running a season like that? driving a vehicle that you push this hard walk us through just the grind mentally physically mechanically uh of your season with the outlaws or just the summer as a whole um biggest challenges probably when i'm gone to make sure that the shop stays flowing like it's supposed to i'd say that's probably my biggest challenge um i i know i'm not supposed to be but i like to micromanage a lot of things in my shop i'm, I'm over my guys' shoulders quite a bit just to make sure it's, they're doing it how I would like for it to be done. But when I'm gone, I just, you got to put trust in your guys and that's what I have to do. But still it, it's probably one of my bigger challenges is, is, is letting them do it how it needs to be done and me not being there and making sure it's how I want it. I've always wondered that about pullers before because pullers are either, it seems like they're either huge farmers or they're running some sort of industrial or agricultural business. You know, you see a lot of manufacturers, a lot of truckers on a typical week, especially in the heart of pull season, how many days are you going to be at the shop versus how many days are you dedicating to being out on the road and at the pull itself? Or walk us through like a Sunday through Saturday, you know, and let's say that, you know, it's the week of, the Iowa State Fair in Wisner, or it's just, you know, you're going to Lufkin, Texas or something. What's that look like? Man, if it was the Iowa State Fair week, uh, well, first starts at uh, Missouri, at the Missouri State Fair. We pull on a Sunday there, and then we pull Monday night, and then we're off a day. And then Wednesday, we'll be at the Iowa State Fair. And after the Iowa State Fair, we come. I come back home, work all day Thursday, and then we take off uh, old Friday mid-morning and head to Wisner. So if there's any time that I can be back here and working and making sure work's getting done, I'm back here at the shop. So like you you're not afraid to drive. And if there's a day off, you're not just sitting in the toter somewhere sending emails. You're heading back to Novinger, Missouri, and you're putting, you know, fingers on materials and getting your hands dirty yourself. Yep. Yep. And then uh, say if we have a pool Saturday night uh, and it's late and we're over three hours from home, we'll just stay the night there and drive home the next morning. But as soon as we get back here Sunday, I'm back in the shop, uh, whether it's cleaning the floor, straightening stuff up, inventory or working on trucks, I'm in here most of the day Sunday to try to make up for that Friday I was gone. Oh, Optimus Prime is gonna be pulling next season. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the more trucks, the merrier. That one, you know, that'd be a great name for one of those 4-1 semis. 
you know, of course, Optimus Prime being a semi, surely we got to see something like that out yeah, there. Yeah, there is a couple semis out there. Uh, Maximus Prime is their name. Mm-hmm. James Deverman says, we just call it Prime. <laughs> wonder, if, wonder if James is driving a truck called Prime out there. No, his is the, his is the chain smoker. Chain smoker. That's the one. So there's your – so I pulled up all of your Hawaiian stats. I should have taken the time and pulled up everything. Where did where did the chain smoker finish? Well, I guess we've got the great plug. You can get out your Outlaw app. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have the Outlaw app, legitimately one of my favorite things that I have. And we can pull him right up right now on the Diesel 3.0 and see where he finished this season. So your rundown. Oh, there you go. Spooled up, Ryan Stahl. He's your number one. Megatron, our guest tonight, Jason Wayman from Novinger, Missouri. He finishes number two. And then Jimmy Deverman, James Deverman in the chain smoker, came in third. But like Wayman said, he's got that big win out there at Wisner, Nebraska. Let's go back to Wisner really quick. Uh, the Thunderbolts. Um, you won the Rock at Rock Valley. The Thunderbolt, is that a highest average finish? Did you win that? Did that go to someone else? Do we remember where that landed? Yeah, the Thunderbolt actually went to uh, to James uh, Deverman so, with the Chainsmoker. He had the furthest uh, overall distances. I think he got me by like a foot. So there but it is. Regardless, he got me, and he deserves it. Um, well, call he, has, he has bad luck just like everybody else. And that, that pull up there, the truck just worked for him. And he got out there and got that thunderbolt, so he deserved it. How did the how did the heat Saturday afternoon and Saturday night? Does that affect uh, a diesel pickup? Extremely, not extremely. Driver, driver fatigue. That was. I, I asked my dad. My dad goes to all my polls with me, and I said, "What what is Wisner, Nebraska, best at?" And he goes, "Getting hot." Yeah, <laughs> it was really hot. I stayed in the air conditioner. Most of the day of that day until I had to come out and get the truck in line. Did it, did that affect anything the way that the truck ran down the track? Do you think it had any bearing on the class results? No, nope, no, nope. the truck still ran just the same. Mm-hmm. Um, the air to water intercooler takes care of that hot air coming in there and cools it off. Um, on that hot day, the, the air going into the engine was still right around 70 degrees. Where do you, is that right where you want it? Uh, for that kind of heat? Yeah, 70 is great. What what would be a perfect temperature for it coming in? Um, I'd say around the 50 degrees would probably be the perfect temperature to be going in that engine. Um, it would just the, the air to fuel ratio on that temperature um, would just make it perfect, and the truck would be optimal um, for and, for that temp. And air temperature, the way it's always been explained to me, you know, the cooler you can get air, which which is almost what a lot of, you know, whether it be a, a supercharger, a turbocharger, cool air, compressed air, the colder air is, the denser essentially it's going to be, which means you can pack more air in, more air equals more fuel, more fuel equals bigger boom. Is that, is my fans logic correct on yes. the basics of that? Yep. So the colder you can make that as well the more that you can draw in. So if you're taking 114 degrees, which is what like the heat index was that day, and you're you're almost cutting that in half, you know, well, I guess not quite in half, but you're taking it way down to take it to 70. So that, uh, yeah, that that's awesome. 
Do you have a Thunderbolt or is that still something you're looking to put on the shelf sometime? Nope, I don't have a Thunderbolt. That was actually the first time I've ever been pulling at Wisner. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, interesting. That was my first time going to Wisner as well. Uh, that had always been a bucket list pull for me. Uh, a lot of my dreams came true that weekend. I got to do some announcing out there and I got to hang out with them. Uh, awesome, awesome place. Ron Stone says Wayman's a good dude, but he's going to lose his seat when his boy is old enough. Wayman, you got a you got a new driver in, in kind of a junior program getting ready to get behind the wheel? Um, It's going to be a while. He's only three. But uh, he loves everything about it. Um, tomorrow is actually uh, my, his birthday. He'll be four tomorrow. Well, happy birthday to the young man. I've got a, a five and a two-year-old I know that if they could ever just sit in the seat of a pulling vehicle and get their picture taken, that'd be a dream come true for them. So, yeah, you got it. Everybody remembers being a little kid somewhere that, you know, went to their first pull. And, and that's like you said, Jason says, we do it for the kids. And I love that mentality. Um, did you pull before 2010 at any, you know, just street trucks and local fairs or, you know, messing around with your buddies? Or was that when you got into it, looking at 13 years ago? Yeah, yeah, I pulled, I pulled, I drove the truck to, uh, to pulls and drove it and pulled in the street truck class. Um, it was against my, my parents' wording. They said, you're not to pull that truck ever. <laughs> but, uh, little so bit I of, you know, 16, I over to, that's exactly what you did. Yeah, I snuck over to Palmyra, Missouri yep. um, for the young farmers pull over there and pulled in the street truck class and got the first place finish over there. I think that was it was 2008 or 2009, and I was hooked after that. <laughs> once did, did. once my mom found out I did that, though, I was in pretty good trouble. But drove the truck home, drove it to yeah, Palmyra, which which for a point of reference for people who aren't from Northern Missouri, from Novinger, that's that's maybe an hour, hour and a half. You know, that's not nothing. That's over on the on the Mississippi River. So if you would have heard it. You know, you've got to make that phone call. Hey, you know, hey, guys, uh, I'm in Palmyra. Come get me because I was. So you want to talk about your hero or zero move that you might have went hero or zero on your first hook. Yeah. Have you ever put a vehicle in at the Nemo Fair? You know, we've got a, we've got an audience out there that's maybe never had the pleasure of being greeted at the Nemo Fair. Have you ever hooked there? Yeah, we've hooked my truck there several times. Um yeah. Uh, we've had competitive classes there from time to time. And then other times they wouldn't have my class and I would just pull for exhibition. Sure. Just uh, for all of the local people around here that want to see my truck pull, whether there's competition or not, I, I pulled it out there just so they could see it. So when you do the exhibition pull at that one, especially being less than 10 miles from home, um, and, and I'm sure that's one where you can sprint that sled out the back door. I bet that one brings them to their feet pretty, pretty hard. Yep. It usually does. And, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, they cheer pretty loud when I want to get out there 320, 330 foot. Which is about all that track would have to offer. I would imagine. Yep. Yep. That's about the end of it. That's you got to back up then and in order to get out. So getting back, let's talk back into your 2023, um, outlaw season. Um, Let's talk about some of your favorite places to travel. So if I was a puller, the things that I would be interested in, you know, what track just keeps me coming back? 
Um, what road trips? You know, man, I love driving there because they've got a Bucky's or something on the way or whatever. Or what? Uh, what are some of the ones where just the atmosphere in the pits or the fans or the people you see? So, like, is there any certain track? And of course, they're all outlaw tracks, so they're all excellent tracks. Uh, and I do mean that. There's a lot of really, really good tracks uh, that are popping up these days. Um, but is there one track that you just have a love-love relationship with that your truck likes and that you like and that, that's on your on your list for sure? Um, with the Outlaws, it'd probably be – I know it's new for the Outlaws this year, but Bedford, Iowa. Um, I know it was pretty much a rain out this year, but that track still came around, and we – we voted as a class that we were still going to pull there and we pulled and I actually got the win at that track. Um, That track typically takes any power you can throw at it right off the line. It hooks up and just goes. Bedford was, was an interesting deal. I was live streaming that one, but I had a couple other things that I was monitoring that evening as well. Um, I had family and friends and guests. And so I, I was trying to watch and I got into it late and I didn't get the full story a lot of rain. It was soupy in the infield. Is that correct? It was very soupy. Like if you were to walk in the wrong spot, water is over in your shoes easily. And then I looked up at one point in time and I was watching, you know, the modified, I watched a modified four wheel drive truck go down the track. And then of course the next morning I pull up my app and, you know, I'm looking for the results and I, I see no results for the modified four wheel drive trucks. So you said kind of tell the story to the fans out there who don't maybe know what happened at Bedford. The way I understood it, there was some voting. So tell them, tell them what happened there. Yeah, so everybody was at Bedford, and starting time was five to ten minutes from starting time. And out of nowhere came this torrential downpour. I'd say three-quarters of an inch to inch of rain easy. Mm-hmm. And – Boom, there it is. The track is underwater. The pits is basically underwater. Um, we had to dig some ditches by the scales to get water away from the scales so that if we were to pull, we could actually drive on and off the scales. Um, but it rained so much that the next the next day was uh, the pull, I believe, Spencer, Iowa, where majority of the classes were pulling as well, but our class wasn't one of them. So in, our, in the meeting – um, we all spoke up, well, I spoke up for our class. I said, the 3.0 trucks will pull if you'll let us pull. So we were one of the classes, and then there was a few others that pulled just because the crab was already there. Um, there was a roof over the bleachers. They were there for the pull. They paid to get in. So I felt like yeah. we should give them some sort of a show. And and I, I love, man, I love your attitude when it comes to pulling. Do it for the fans. Do it for the class. Do it for the kids. Um you know, I was sitting at home and, and thanks to things like outlawpulling.tv, and I'll put a plug in for them too, guys. If you don't have outlawpulling.tv, Disney Plus, yeah, whatever, Spotify, Hulu, like, you know, outlawpulling.tv is the only streaming platform I have that I am 100% satisfied with. Um, so, yeah, like that's something, you know, we want, we want to see. You know, we're setting aside part of our time, part of our evening. So for a voice like you to step up and say, hey, if you'll have us, we're going to go put it out there. Um, and of course, like you said, you walk away with a win. So that's one that you're feeling, you're feeling top notch about. Are there roles within that class? Do you kind of represent the 3-0 class because of any voted on role? Or do you, do you speak for them sometimes because it's a class you've been around a long time? Uh, is there anything 
you know, is there anything there that the casual fan might not know about? Uh, as far as the class rep and spokesperson, uh, that's Ryan Stahl. Um, okay. We got voted in uh, one way or another, whether we mm -hmm. liked it or not, to be to be the spokesperson for our class. So when it comes down to like a major vote of any kind, say the rule changes at the end of the year, mm -hmm. uh, we just send Ryan our messages or call him like, hey, we're thinking about this, and then he'll send it on up the line. And those those rule changes, they'll be – discussed and voted on and proposed here pretty shortly, right? The, uh, the outlaw yes. banquets coming up uh weekend after this. So that, yep. that could potentially be a very busy weekend for you guys, or you might have, you know, everyone saying, Hey, we love everything as it is, you know, let's go collect our rewards. So uh outlaw banquet, I'm looking forward to attending for the first time this year. Uh Have you been to many of those in the past? Uh Last year would have been the first one that we attended as well. So this will be our second one down there at Margaritaville. I, I hear that it's nothing shy of an awesome time. Yeah, there's just a lot going on. Um, people like to have a good time when, when the banquet's over. And uh, during, the, during the actual banquet, um, there's a lot of good things that happen, such as auctioning off items um, and, and raising money for, for a good cause as well. Yep, yep, that's excellent. Okay. The mission of pulling is, is top-notch. And the Outlaws does – one of the best, if not the best job, the outlaws. I've been so, so pleased to be able to work with them this summer. Uh, they, they'll they treat you like family. I mean, the people in this organization are absolutely incredible. And, and I've been blessed to make some of the best friendships I've ever made this summer. It, it's all for a great deal and it's wonderful. So we like Bedford for the track. Where do we like to go? Because after the pull, the camaraderie or the pit atmosphere or the hangout, or it's just got that that vibe to it. Where where's the destination pool because it's gonna be fun. Basically, any two day hooks, honestly, um, because after we pull Friday night, uh, I know that some pullers somewhere are gonna be cooking some good food, and <laughs> you can be a complete stranger, and you're they'll welcome you over their trailer to eat their food and hang out all night. Um, so basically, any two day pool or event we get to go to is, is going to be one of my favorite ones. So some of the ones that you got to hook at, uh, obviously Rock Valley was a two-day pull. Wisner's a two-day pull. You started off the season down in, and I'm even though I'm from Missouri, I'm going to say this wrong, Monet, Monet? Monet. Monet. Monet was a two-day pull, and that might have been one of the first times they've been on the schedule. I'm not sure. Uh, was that a newer pull? That was brand new to the Outlaws. We've, we've never been there before. Um, I believe it used to be uh, a Southern Missouri Truck and Tractor Pulling Association pull. Um, I'm not, I'm, I don't know if they're back on the schedule for this year or not, but it, it was inside of a uh, small circle track is where we pull that. Did you pull on the circle track itself where you kind of start with the tilt start and even out as you go on, or was it inside the circle we were, track? We were inside the circle track. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. So other ones, uh, Rock Valley we've talked about. That's a big two-day pull. Wisner's a big two-day pull. What about Lufkin, Texas? We just got back from Lufkin. I love Lufkin, Texas because in the Midwest, pulling is done by, you know, the week after Labor Day. And everyone's thinking harvest and everyone's thinking back to school and, you know, the dreaded winter is coming. You take a month off and you go down to Texas and we're not done pulling 
What do we think of Lufkin, Texas? I love Lufkin. Um, that was the second second time I got to go. Last year we had some motor issues right before Lufkin, and we just couldn't make it. Um, but this year um, felt like we needed to make the trip to finish out the points race for the Outlaws. So we went down there, and the pull, uh, I believe, I know it's a huge semi-show and semi-drag races and everything, but the crowd for that pull, I believe the pool was the destination for most of the people that came to that uh, event. So, yeah, that's that's the Dragon and the Pullins and the Pines, which is a, a semi pool down there. Uh, but the so the crowd very quickly uh, became apparent that they were there to watch pulling. I, boy, there are some hard runners uh, out of Texas, especially in some other classes. Anything that's got a blower motor on it. Anything that you can strap multiple motors on, um, you know, the name, the, the state Texas and maybe some two wheel drive class is almost just synonymous with success. You talk about getting good food. Was there a bunch of good Texas barbecue floating around the pit afterwards in Lufkin? There may have been, but it, it was late enough at night. We, I don't I don't remember. Well, wait, we did eat. We uh, ventured over to uh, Preston Collins trailer. Um, he has a 3-0 truck down there in Texas. Uh, along with uh, the other two guys that are that are running with him too, and he came over to our trailer. He said, "Food will be ready in 20 minutes if you guys want to come over." And it was steaks and hot dogs and sausage, everything. And uh, absolutely, I went over there and ate me a good old ribeye steak. So there's always the fun debate, you know. Texas claims to be the biggest, baddest barbecue in the world, but you know we've got Kansas City barbecue. How'd you like that Texas barbecue compared to what we get back home? I'd say barbecue is barbecue. It's all about the flavor in the end. When, when you've been wrenching on a diesel 3.0 truck and pulling all day and someone says, here is a steak, you say that's delicious. Yeah, it is delicious. No matter if it's tough or not, it's good. That's yeah. You can always put ketchup on it, right? There you go. <laughs> uh, what about the road trip? Favorite place to go, you know? And do you like uh, – do you like – Short pulls. And in all honesty, this is something to think about. Do you like driving 45 minutes to Unionville, pulling, and then coming back home and sleeping in your own bed? Or does it almost not have that same feel as, you know, going out to Nebraska, going to northern Iowa? What's your road trip situation look like, and where do you like to travel to? I'm up for a road trip anytime, anywhere. So pulling, road tripping, that, that to me, I love it. Um, I know we didn't get to go this year, but Colorado, that was awesome. Driving out to Colorado, I know that going to Kansas can get a little boring, a little monotonous, but once you get close enough to see those mountains in the distance, Colorado to me is was the destination spot that I would love to go pull out again. The the pictures and the videos, and I was not subscribing to Outlaw TV pulling or outlawpulling.tv at that point in my in my life yet. But the pool in Colorado, I don't know that I have seen cooler pictures of, especially considering like a Midwest-based organization like the Outlaws. So to go out and, and so you went out there and hooked there last year, and it, it literally looked like it sat down like in a in a bowl or in a valley, and then you're pulling either towards or away from the mountains. What's Colorado pulling like? Talk to us about the track. Talk to us about that experience. That was different. Um, <laughs> the air, the air is way thinner. Um, let alone the truck trying to breathe. It was hard for me to breathe. <laughs> just just walking up the hill to the track. Um, so as far as adjusting uh, the truck for the air, I kind of let it do its own thing. 
um, but it couldn't adjust fast enough as we were going down the track. Um, but we did uh, last year, we did end up winning that pull uh, by a pretty good distance, but the truck didn't go down to the end and just blow its tires off. It went down to the end and fell to its knees like it needed uh, its inhaler for asthma. It just couldn't <laughs> breathe. And that, that wasn't one of those where like the truck is in too big of a gear and you just quit grabbing. That was one of those where it's like, nope. And did, did the white smoke roll and you just lost, you just lost, lost air and lost breath at the end. Yeah. It just yeah. lost it all. Yeah. It wasn't too big a gear. Cause like I said, I don't ever change, hardly change the gear. Yeah. Same yeah. setup as I use on every track, but that track was tight and it went in the end and the tires were just one to one with that dirt stayed hooked the whole way and it's pulled it to its knees. So this might this might be the hook right here. Kenzie's been on top of every pull that I've been discussing. And that was it. She just fell off. So the other thing I noticed then too, so you still had the detailed wrap on it last year. Yes. So running the clean blue, that was brand new for the 2023 season. Yep. So is that a look that we're going to continue with into 2024 or are we yep. looking for some aggressive graphics coming back? No, nope, no. Nope. Um, me, me and the buddy that helped me, Mark Penn, uh, he helped me do the whole body here in the shop. And we agreed that we were going to keep it pretty much one color, uh, kind of simple looking, simple, uh, clean as mean, I guess you say. Yeah, it's um, mean. And, and that's what we want to do. Uh, I was supposed to have some stickers made for my sponsors and that guy never came through on my stickers. So there will be some reflective white stickers kind of on the very bottom of the doors for next year to get my sponsors' names out there. Any sponsors that you want to give a quick shout out um, tonight that, you know, anybody or even like guys at the shop or uh, guys you travel with, you know, this is not a solo deal, I'm sure. Lori Bauer says, hi, guys. Uh, I had – Awesome opportunity to meet and work with Lori this summer. You do not know how much happens at a tractor pull until you go and you're not just sitting in the bleachers. And behind every great show is a great sled. And behind every great sled is a lady with the headphones on communicating to the sled operator, keeping everything straight and moving. Lori, Lori does an amazing job at that and one of the one of the top-notch people that I enjoyed working with this summer. So the the Bowers do they the Lori and her crew do an awesome, awesome job. So when you go out on the road, um are are you riding with someone? Are you driving the semi? And then give a give a quick shout out to any to just any huge guys back at home uh or any sponsors that you want to, you know, acknowledge that just get you through a uh, 17-hook season with the Outlaws and a 41-hook total season? Um, most times when we go, or actually it's all the times, I'm the driver. I drive the semi, I drive the rig, and uh, it's whoever wants to go with me. Um, the offer's out for most people around here. If anybody wants to go with me to, to a pool, we got, a, we got a toter. It's got beds, it's got a shower in it, so it's pretty comfy going. But uh, several pools this season, my wife went with our two kids, mm. and I love it just when my family can go. Yeah. Because when I'm out there pulling, I can't I can't see my kids, but I know what they're doing. They're they're smiling ear to ear, just saying, "Go, Daddy, go!" Jump, <laughs> jump I have, that, I have that in my head. I'm like, I got I got to do good for the kids because they want to see me win. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Jason Wayman telling telling the whole world what pulling's about. And just the more this conversation goes on, the more that I just agree with everything he's got to say. Uh, it's for the good of the sport. Uh, it's for the family. It's for the kids. Um, and it's addiction. You know, you you get that you get that first taste of winning on whatever side it is, and it's something that you want to keep going for sure. So, uh, man, all the driving yourself, is that typical of a puller? Or do a lot of pullers have, you know, a crew chief or a, a driver that will drive with them? Um, how are you able to not be fatigued by the time you get there and still have all this focus and drive to be able to execute as well as you do? Uh, I knock the fatigue out with adrenaline. <laughs> uh, sure. when, I, when I'm on my way to a pull, it's just constantly running through my head. Have I checked this part? Have I checked this part? Uh, I believe the truck is good. Um I guess I can't wait to get there and see my friends. Um, yeah. I get to see them every weekend um, when we're when it's pulling season, and I, and I miss those guys. I like to see mm -hmm. them every weekend when we show up, and and I'm like, man, that's a good track we're going to. So all this stuff just running through my head as we're driving, two hours or or 13 hours, I don't care. Um, you just you just go and 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 hope for the best that you make it safely. But but yeah, you just. Adrenaline is what keeps me going. Does adrenaline at this point in your career, you've been pulling for 13 years, does adrenaline ever correlate to nerves anymore? Or at this point, are we pretty much, we know what we're doing, we know what we have to do if our ducks are in a row? Or is there still some times where, you know, you're sitting there in the scales or you're sitting there in the staging area, you're sitting there with a tight chain and, and you feel those butterflies a little bit? There's still butterflies every pull. Um <laughs> Whether whether I, I I went to do the porta potty to pee an hour before when it comes hook time, I get nervous and I gotta go pee again. <laughs> we gotta throw that green flag, man, because I gotta get to that yeah. other side of the track. Yeah. No, I still get nervous. I'm like, I, I can't mess this up. You gotta let the clutch out at the right time, throttle at the right time. And uh, even when the fierce competitors are there, like like Skylar Leaper and Ryan Stahl, when they're there, I'm nervous. Yeah. And even though, and this is another thing I love about pulling. These are these are some of your best buds. These are guys you say you can't wait to see. These are guys that you want to hang out with at the pool. But but you know when you're on the starting line, you know you're you're there to get as far as you can go, uh, dude. That's awesome, um, man. I tell you what, I was supposed to work this in a little bit tonight. George Byer, uh, we we're looking to have George Byer on the show, but you know it just looks like we're winding down late in time. Don't know if we're going to have George on here. Uh, don't know if we're going to have time for that. Ron wanted me to make sure that I discussed that a little bit. Delton says, thank you for sponsoring the 3-0 class. It's always a treat to have you come and pull with the Outlaws. Looking to 2024. I completely agree. Jason, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Um, I'll come to every single one that I can, and you know it, because you're there as well. What's the – What's the perfect number of hooks? 17. You guys had 17 hooks this year for the Outlaws for 2023. Uh, is that about spot on? Or if it was up to you, and like you said, you, you'll you hook as often as you can, would you see that number go up, see that number come down, or 17 kind of the primo number? Uh, 17 is great great by me. Um, like, like I said, I'll hook every weekend. If it's possible, I'll do it. Um, but I, I ran two series really competitively this year, uh, the Western Series with the Pro Pulling League mm -hmm. and the Outlaws. And uh, I, I, I tried to do my best on both series, um, coming up with second place, like you said, with the Outlaws. But 
I know this is an outlaw show, but I did win the points race with yeah. the PPL. Yeah. And and I, I think we can't not acknowledge that too, you know, with someone who's who does so much for this sport and does so much for this class, you know, on behalf of the outlaws, myself and everyone, you know, absolutely a, a huge congratulation for winning for winning that Western series. Uh how many hooks did that have in it? Uh we had 10, I believe. Okay. So so then you were you were no doubt about it. Zach Powell says, my boy, Wayman. That's right, Zach. Dalen. Well, you got you to be lucky sometimes, Dalen. <laughs> well, you got you got lucky seven times this year. I, I got to reiterate that. Getting lucky seven times and averaging a finish of 2.4 um, with really only, only two outside of the top three. Um, if that's luck. Let's go to the boat. If that's <laughs> luck, then you're you're a very lucky man, Jason, and we need to go to Boonville together. <laughs> so, hey, Jason, this has been a ton of fun. Um, your attitude towards pulling and your mission and everything you stand for is just top notch. Um, George Beyer, don't know that we're going to have time to work George Beyer, driver aside piece on tonight. Doggone it, we'll try to get him next go around. Um Jason, thank you so much for everything that uh, you've been able to do for us. Thanks for jumping on uh, with me and giving me the opportunity to interview you. Uh, any closing thoughts, big statements, uh, bridge the gap between that motor sitting on that truck right there, the close of 2023 and the opening of 2024? Um, well, I need to thank my sponsors. Uh, I, like I said, their names aren't on the truck this year. The stickers just didn't happen. But uh, Perkins Diesel down in Stratford, Missouri, um, that power plant behind me is 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 all their brains put into that power plant to make it work. And uh, dyno pass after dyno pass, and we leave that dyno, and we don't touch a tuning tuning on the truck at all. It is set where it's at. And to make that power, uh, we got Dynamite Diesel Products uh, owner Lenny Reed um, supplying the injectors. Um, in my opinion, some of the best injectors on the market. They're in most of all my competitors' trucks, uh, including the Hill Brothers truck, Skyler Leaper's truck, um, Ryan Stahl's truck. They all run those dynamite diesel injectors. Uh, yes, that's a good comment right there. Bodie Griffin says, what do you think of that Hills Brothers truck? So it's it's running, you know, from the same shop as well. Yep. 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 The Hill Brothers truck is is uh, same injectors or same uh, same person made the injectors, but it's a uh, – Patrick O'Brien built truck. So it's built down in Kentucky. Their motor is. And that Hill Brothers truck, when he shows up with it, with that, when Adam Kincaid shows up, I'm like, uh, this is going to be a challenge. <laughs> but I love it because that means I have to push my truck and, and do everything that I know up here that I need to do in hopes that I get around them. That, that's awesome. That's excellent. Well said. Yeah. Perfect. Putting the power to the ground uh, is is the clutch, the four disc clutch. Um, Valair, Valair is the name on that one. Dan Valance, uh, he was actually the three O points champion last year with the farm truck, um, but he's he's been right there with me with that clutch probably I think since two thousand ten. Um, so very very uh, well deserved thanks to him. And then uh, Dunright Diesel Parts uh, for any extra parts I may need for my truck. Um, they're the go-to guys. Who who keeps the shop running when you're when you're on the road? Is that does that fall into the the wife or the family, or do you have a main guy, or is it the whole crew? Uh, it's the whole crew. Um, 
Got four guys here, and they all they all know their jobs when I'm gone. Mm -hmm. I have one guy that when the phone rings, uh, he answers the phone and he takes messages. Mm -hmm. And when I get back, I try to call them people back within a timely manner. And the other guys, they just they just keep wrenching. That that's awesome. Goals for 2024, or how do you feel the off season? What are we going to be doing? What are we going to be doing in the off season? And then what's going to get us through to 2024? And what are your goals there? Well, off season uh, is kind of over. Come January, uh, we'll have the unit at Ship Shawana. Mm -hmm. See if we can get her down the track there, and maybe hit that sand pile. Yeah, that'd be that would be top notch. That would be premier awesome. Have you been there before? Yeah, yeah, I've been there the past two or three years with the truck, and uh, that track is one of the most bitingest tracks I've ever pulled on. That's the is that the Michiana Event Center? Yep. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Yep. That's a big indoor track too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the track length is 310 to 315 feet. That I mean, so it's basically an indoor pull. Run your indoor awesome. setup and just go. <clears throat> so outlaw goals. 2024. Um, I mean, second place, I imagine your goal for 2024 is to bring home the gold. Uh, any other small goals? Are we looking for that Thunderbolt? Are we looking for the rock again? Or are we just looking for a solid top to bottom season? Well, if anybody knows me, uh, competition is what I'm all about. So I'm out to win every pull. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? I, know, I know it can't be done, but hey, it does happen from time to time. Like you, like uh, that guy commented on the Hill Brothers truck earlier. Um, it's been a few years ago. But that Hill Brothers truck won every single Western Series pull um, a few years ago. Won every single one, first place. What front to back? So it can be done. Um, have you won a points championship with the Outlaws yet? I uh, have not. Is second is second your highest? Yes. Have you have you gotten second before? Is this year your first time? Um, this would be i think i ended up third last year uh so this would be the first year up in second place so then let's just keep stair stepping it and go on up to the first place spot next year so this this is just your second full season pulling with the outlaws but did you say third season sponsoring the class is that right uh this is the, the we just completed the second season of sponsoring uh coming up on the, the third season uh this this time around okay Awesome. So yeah, so we so we got third year number one, second year number two. Well, hey, I see a pattern, and I see only one way to go, right, bud? Yes, sir. So, hey, man, do you have any closing thoughts for the uh, the internet and the world of pulling out there? Uh, I've, I've taken up an hour of your time nonstop tonight. It's been awesome. Uh, hit us with any last words of wisdom you want the internet and the pullers and the fans and the promoters and anybody to know. Um, I, I guess I have to say set goals, um, set your goals and go for your goals. Don't let anybody stop you. Um, just make sure that your goals are achievable. And if they're achievable, when you get those goals set more, just keep going, um, better yourself any way you can. And, and if any of those goals uh, entail making anything with a diesel motor run better, no way, man, diesel LLC, correct? Yep, our shop can help you out anyway in a diesel pickup. Um, I'm actually hoping our new website will be live by the end of this week. It'll be uh, nowaymandiesel.com. Uh, I'll have uh, merchandise on there, uh, parts for sale. You can shut up, set up uh, 
quotes, anything. Um, so that'll be, that's new for us. I'm going to try to take it on myself uh, until it gets a little uh, overbearing, and then I'll uh, try to hire a person to, to run it. Can we order one of those badass No Way Man Diesel Megatron t-shirts you've got on right now? Uh, I'll have to get some more made, but yeah. <laughs> that's that's then, awesome. Uh, we got these cool hats right here. I saw those either on uh, uh, your Facebook page or the uh, the No Way Man Diesel Facebook page. They've actually been floating around quite a bit. Those are gaining popularity in a hurry. Yeah, those are slick. Those are excellent. Look yep, I, uh, I got several here that I'm, I'm planning on sending out hopefully this week yet. That That's awesome. Well, guys, I'm Mike Idle, who's been filling in for Ron Stone on Outlawed Live with Ron Stone. We've had a little over an hour talking, pulling, talking philosophy, talking family, bullshitting, for lack of a better term, with uh, Jason Wayman, uh, driver of Megatron, your second place points finisher for your outlaws in the 2023 season. Quick recap before I let you go. You've been absolutely awesome, Jason. Seven wins this year, four seconds, uh, two thirds, and he only finished outside of the top three twice. He averaged just over a second place per hook, and he came in essentially one hook shy of first place. Hey, Jason, great season 2023. Best of luck in your 2024 season. Uh, hopefully we run, we run into each other in the meantime. Maybe our pals will cross at the banquet. And for everyone out there, thanks for watching Outlawed Live. Jason, this was a ton of fun, man. Thanks for coming on with us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching.